a single torch burns over a towering cage, throwing a patch of amber light on the rough-cut stone floor. Shallow grooves and scratches mar the surface as if a battle had previously taken place, but could also be drag marks. Corroded iron bars as thick as your wrist rise up three stories before arching into a spiderweb dome, reminiscent of an aviary. The entire monstrosity is circular, presumably to allow viewing from all sides. Bolted to the floor, a pipe that's at least a foot in diameter curves along the iron bars. Tiny holes drilled on the top side glow hot blue in the near dark. If the occupant went to charge the bars, gas in the pipe can be ignited, releasing a wall of flames as an additional barrier. A tattered crimson curtain, taller than the structure by far, wraps all the way around the enclosure. The thrum of a large crowd can be felt in the floor, although only whispers reach the man's ears. He wears a purple jacket with narrow golden pinstripes that glint when the light catches them. A burgundy bowler hat and long pointed shoes give him an oddly cartoonish appearance. He paces along the outside of the bars, puffing on a pipe, reddish smoke trailing behind him. Pausing mid-step, he removes a pocket watch on a thin chain from his vest. The golden top flips up, then he studies the face. It's nearly showtime, he announces to the unseen prisoner in the cage. No reply comes from the shadows within, although ragged breathing is audible. Your debut is a sold-out affair, he remarks, closing the watch with a snap and replacing it in his vest. The likes of you has never been seen in these parts. You are referring to hell, are you not? A scratchy voice growls from the shadows. I think you can say it out loud. Yes, indeed. He nods vigorously. I dare say a greater triumph he has never celebrated. Don't celebrate too quickly, the voice warns. This contest has not reached its inevitable conclusion. Really? The man smirks, pretending to glance around. What did I miss? The feminine creature is unimaginably fast. A swooshing in the air precedes the sound of cold steel hitting the bars. The thick iron bends out as the chain holding her wrist shackles together slam into it. With one hand reaching past either side of a bar, it bends out from the impact. Blood trickles down the woman's forearms as she strains against the cuffs. The man jerks back reflexively as her grimy fingertips miss him by only inches. His initial shock is quickly replaced by an amused smirk. This is an abomination, she declares. That's the spirit, my queen. But do save some of that fight for the audience. They have paid a heavy price for the honor of attending opening night. You shall mock me no further, she barks indignantly. I'll have your head, errand boy. Very, very unlikely. He shrugs dismissively. But maybe you'd care to bet on it. Word down here is you're always keen on a wager. Insolent swine! She howls, reaching past the bars in vain. Come a little closer. The woman is tallish, maybe six feet and slim. 
she wears only a dirty white tunic top that hangs to mid-thigh. Thick metal bracelets adorn each wrist, a ponderous chain hanging between them. The hair is a wild afro, her caramel skin covered in filth. White teeth peek past curled lips as she fights the bars to reach the man's throat. Most interesting are what appears to be stumps of wings rising over each shoulder. Bent over at a right angle, the stumps are scarred as if burnt. The stems twitch from side to side as she struggles. You and your master will pay a heavy price. She threatens, the iron bar bending to the breaking point. Your punishment will be legendary. Now, now. He sighs, waving his pipe to one side. Mind the bars.